This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Hey, would you like to sing Bear Down together with me? All right, we'll spare it for the moment because there are going to be a ton of people, maybe you're not among them, who put asterisks on that win over the Las Vegas Raiders today at Soldier Field. I'm not going to do that. I have some negative things to say about Las Vegas, but kudos to the Bears and the kid Tyson Bajant, the Division Two kid. My goodness. He looked like a veteran on that drive in the third quarter when the Bears took up a ton of time off the clock by deploying the running game, and he was Charlie checked down very effectively. Bajant on the day, 21 out of 29, for 162 yards, a touchdown. He was not intercepted, and he was sacked only once by the great Max Crosby. Thank you for joining me on the Danny Mac Podcast. I'm the Danny Mac part. I'm Dan McNeil. The Bed Rivers Podcast Network is orchestrated by Baby Capone, Adam Delavitt, my executive producer, Sam Michael. Our guy, Randy Merkin, takes care of all of our guest bookings, and we have a very, very aggressive young staff behind the scenes with social media and research and development guys like Troy Mocker and uh, Alex Pastor. It's literally a cast of thousands. I want to remind you, you can get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same-game parlays with the squares icon to earn a square. The losing streak is over. The Bears' 30-12 win over Vegas snaps the home losing streak at 10, a franchise record drought, and Matt Eberflus on the flagship ESPN 1000 shortly after the game sounded more like a man who was relieved than ready to go out and tear up Russian division tonight. Um, I don't know if he does that when he's not finished coaching a football game. He doesn't strike me as the wild and crazy type. Uh, you never find me with him on a uh, on a Friday night if that's the case. But the Bears are 2-5 and five because they played good defense for the second straight week, really shutting the door on the Vegas run, or, uh, third down conversion attempts. The Raiders on third down were two of nine. You remember last week, probably, the Vikings had even further problems uh, when trying to move the chains. They were two for 13. So the Bears defense is getting off the field. That's good. That's really, really good news. And the Bears were better when they were in third down. They were eight for 13 on the day. And they ran the ball extremely well. Lots of credit to Chris Morgan, the Bears' O-line coach, for shuffling guys around. This thing has been a mess since they started training camp back in late July, not having the same five guys healthy at the same time. It's musical Bears all over again. We've seen this so many times in the last 10 years or so. They just can't keep guys healthy, and guys are moving positions, and 
Tevin Jenkins had to move today. Cody Whitehair, thankfully, they got him away from the football a little bit. And Lucas Patrick returned to play center. And the Bears ran the ball damn well. I mean, all day. They were running the football extremely well. They averaged 4.6 yards per carry today. When you keep the football for 44 minutes, as they did more often than not, you're going to win. They didn't have a ton of pressures. That's still a problem for the Bears defensively. Justin Jones was the only one who got to either Brian Hoyer or Aiden O'Connell, who actually I was kind of hoping to see O'Connell start the game. Followed his career. He's from North Suburban Chicago at Purdue, and I thought he was going to be an okay pro. I think he will at the minimum be a backup and earn a check in the NFL for many years to come. He has good skills, and he has a terrific arm. His numbers were a little bit better than Hoyer's were today, but it doesn't really matter. The Bears were playing a much softer um, coverage against him, and they did a nice job on Devontae Adams today. He caught seven passes for 57 yards. He dropped a touchdown that could have made the game a little bit more interesting in the second half, but you got to hang on to it, and he didn't do that. What was fun about the Bears' running game today Uh, was Deontay Foreman, who is third on the depth charts, of course, with the injuries to Khalil Herbert and to the rookie Roshan Johnson. He's forced into the starter's role today, and he carried the ball 16 times for 89 yards, two touchdowns. He also caught three passes for 31 yards and a touchdown. But Darrington Evans emerges from out of nowhere, Cinderella story at Augusta. No, the last couple of weeks, he had 14 carries for 48 yards today. Showed some real swivel hips, missing tacklers on occasion. He was really, really good. DJ Moore was, um, was the guy who caught eight passes for 54 yards today. The only touchdown pass thrown by Bajant was that short one. To uh, to the running back Deontay Foreman, but nonetheless, when you're when you're running the ball as well as the Bears did, why worry about how many passing attempts the dudes got on the day? I'm fine with 21 and out of 29 for 162, one and no interceptions. You're not turning it over, and look what the Bears did defensively. Can you say three turnovers? That's why Matt Eberflus got the job. His Indianapolis Colts two seasons ago were tops in the NFL in turnover differential. But they haven't taken it away this year. Today they got it three times. Jalen Johnson with two interceptions. And uh, it's, it's great to see him play well. But uh, here's where I am going to be. And I'm going to be, acu- and I don't give a shit what you accuse me of, what anyone has accused me of already and social media. There are a lot of days. When I'm old man yells at cloud, this is not one of them because I would have felt this way when I was 17 years old and I still was wearing football gear once a week. When you score a touchdown in the NFL, celebrate with your teammates, just like you did in high school, because the coach in high school will sit you down if you do what Johnson did Sunday. And what he did, if you missed it, was sprint toward the camera in the end zone after the pick six, take off the helmet and mug for the camera and 
And it's as if it's not bad enough to ignore the teammates of yours who are running with you, trying to celebrate with you. He rips off the helmet and does the pay me the money mechanic, slapping one hand over the other. For those of you who are listening and can't actually see it, see me doing this. I'm brushing the left hand over the right quickly. Pay me. Show me the money. Dude, those were your second and third career interceptions. And, you know, if you want to defend a guy by saying they don't throw at him very often, have at it. Are you kidding me? Tyreek Stevenson was a guy who got caught. He was the guy assigned to Devontae Adams more so today than Johnson was. And if you're a corner in the NFL and you've played now three full seasons and you're six games in, seven games in, he's been hurt a little bit this year. He's hurt every year. He hasn't played a full season yet. You're going to get enough chances to get interceptions. He doesn't take the ball away. He just doesn't. Three career interceptions and you're saying, show me the money on a team that is a few minutes away at that point, a quarter and a half away from upping its record to two and five. Look, man, I am not one of those guys who believes in the no fun league. I thought it was cool when they allowed orchestrated celebrations in the end zone. My favorite, probably the Minnesota Vikings when they went bowling. That was fun. I like that sort of stuff. That's cool. But. Man, when your teammates are coming to say, hey, man, nice gun, what are you doing? Just by selfishly. And somebody on the second interception, which also resulted in an end zone photo opportunity, somebody pushed his helmet back down over Johnson's head. I don't know who it was. I couldn't see the number. The number was blocked by the big mug and the jersey of Jalen Johnson, number 33, a second round pick out of Utah who played 13 games one year, 15 games one year, 11 games one year. I We'll see. We'll see. I say let I say cut this guy loose if he thinks you're not going to pay this guy huge money to play the cornerback position. I wouldn't. He doesn't change games enough. He just doesn't. You're going to pay those guys. Those, those guys who make that top dollar are guys who make six, eight interceptions year after year. There are those guys in the league. Do teams – always throw at them or do they get those they take advantage of those opportunities when they're there man that was a real sour one for me i i don't find that acceptable at at any level and i felt this way as a teenager yeah i'm old and bitchy sometimes but this is something you should feel if you you know if you're a guy who was brought up with sportsmanship when you're a real young guy you realize when your teammates want to celebrate something good that has happened with you, God damn it, celebrate it with them. It's pretty simple, isn't it? Ripping off the helmet and running to the camera. I, I It's appalling to me. It, it really was. But nonetheless, Bears 30 <laughs> and the Raiders 12. The Bears are 2-5 and five now. Tyson Bajant, your table is ready. He's going to get to go next week as the Bears go to take on the Chargers, and the nation is going to get a chance to see Tyson Bajant play. Think about that for a second. Last year at this time, he is quarterbacking, and he was a veteran quarterback. He started every game in his college career at a Division II program. Division II quarterbacks 
don't even get laid as a result of their success. I don't think I learned that in draft day division two, uh, as the Cleveland Brown scouts were sitting around talking about how much action the number one pick, uh, to be Bo Callahan was getting at the university of Wisconsin division two. You're, you know, that's not, so anyway, he goes from that last year to getting the start in place of Justin Fields at home against the Raiders. And now he gets to play his second game of his career in a nationally televised game, an island game, as I like to call him. That's pressure. Kid handled the pressure pretty well today. I don't care if you check down. Justin Fields should check down a lot more than he does. And I'm not going to join any of the mopes who are saying they should, this is your guy, let him play the rest of the year, see what he's got. We've seen enough from Fields. No, you invested way too much in Fields to do that. When he's healthy, I don't care how if it's New Orleans, great. That was the word that broke before kickoff today. Whenever he's ready, he plays. I don't care how well Tyson Bajan does. And he has the Chargers next week. And Khalil Mack, the ex-Charger, has has posted a six-sack game this season. Six in one game. That was like after the first year and a half here, that's a month or six weeks worth of work. He got six in one night and the bears against some of the best pass rushers in the league have struggled. Did a nice job today against Max Crosby. Got there only once. Bajant was quick to get rid of it. He ran away from pressure a couple times very well, but he checked down smartly and you take the edge off of those great pass rushers. When you punch them in the face and you're running the football effectively, like the bears did today, they ran the ball 39 times. For 173 yards, you might recall last year, they led the NFL in rushing. Well, a lot of that was fields. They're running the ball lately, and it's not just with fields. Doesn't make me feel great about the position I love and regard so very highly, and that's the running back position. Every week we watch guys just prove how much more fungible they are because there isn't a backfield in the league that doesn't have shared load. Nick Chubb was the closest to being a give it to this guy only guy. Saquon Barkley, I suppose, when when healthy, whenever that is, uh, and he had a good game today. When he's healthy, he's he's definitively a number one. But there are also a few number ones, and when you get hurt, you just plug guys in. You you find guys in the third, fourth, fifth round, undrafted guys in some teams' cases. I mean, Darrington Evans. Did you ever heard of Darrington Evans before training camp started this year? I hadn't. And no idea who this cat was. Played very well. And the Bears offensive line did well. A, a nice job by Luke Getze. Haven't mentioned his name yet. Getting Tyler Scott involved on the end around was a nice thing. He had a nice eight-yard run to move the chains. I think he had a couple of rushes out of those 39 the Bears had today. And it's good to see the fourth-round pick from Cincinnati start to bust a few grapes lately. Cairo Santos, a 54-yarder. Your table is ready, sir. The Bears are fun on the special teams. I get a kick out of those little things. Call me a dork if you'd like. I I have no issues with that, but uh, uh, I I get a kick out of team. Now, one thing the Bears didn't do well today that I will point out uh, and I'm sure Matt Eberflus has at his news conference. I heard him on the flagship only didn't stick around for the proverbial gangbang afterward were the penalties, nine penalties for 110 yards today. But when you're getting off the field, like they did, when you are taking the ball away, like they did, 
I'll live with some sloppiness. I'll, I'll live with that. Three takeaways. No giveaways. Man, nice job. Nice job by the Bears. I want to thank you very much for listening. For those of you who listen on Spotify or or elsewhere, Apple, there's tons of places where you can get, you could just, you know, punch play when I post on social media and listen to the podcast. But if you're not watching, if you're not getting the podcast on YouTube, I want to draw attention to the fact you can watch the show on YouTube now. It usually drops during the week, it drops at around six or seven o'clock in the evening, and that's Central Standard Time. Um, not sure when it'll drop tonight, but uh, I'm, I'm assuming before we get our night game action. And I will, uh, if you don't follow me on Twitter, it's Danny Mac Show. That's how you follow me there, or you can follow me on Facebook as well. And I usually post as soon as they have dropped. But you can actually watch the show and watch interviews. Um, we're doing more of these, these days and this coming week, I guess it's this week. Now, Sunday officially is the first day of the week. I'll have bears quarterback, former bears quarterback, Eric Kramer on the podcast. He holds the single season record for passing yards by a bears quarterback. He did that back in 1995. He has an interesting story to tell. And very little of it has to do with football. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Danny Mack. Enjoy what's left of week seven in this here National Football League. I think it's here to stay, don't you?